Welcome to Lazy Superfan Podcast. Episode 17, Suicide Squad. Hello, and welcome back to Lazy Superfan. Season 3! Is it? Why not? Yeah. It's been a, like a long... It's a good way to explain the long break where we were too lazy to record another episode. Oh, we were just on brand. On brand. On yeah. brand. Um, we weren't too lazy. Too, no, yeah, okay. All right. Well, we've been busy. We have been busy. You know, life gets in the way, as they say. They say that. I'm Josh? No. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> okay. I'm Luke. I'm I'm Josh. And I'm Toby. I'll do that again. Do you want to, should we do, do, you want to do it again? No. A lot's happened in in the popular culture since the last episode, which was... Since the last DC movie was released, another one was released. Uh, at least one. Hint. Suicide Squad. Yeah. So, it, uh, this movie, <laughs> we, we can get into talking about it, but it's like, I, I don't know if this is necessarily going to be... I mean, it'll, we'll review it, mm. give our thoughts, but I think there's there's almost like a... I wonder if there's this ill will towards the DC sort of cinematic universe. Just interesting. Um, not that I'm like a DC because I think the movies are terrible. But I wonder at this point if I'm all, like I went into this movie pretty much against it, even though I tried to really sort of give it a shot. Right? I don't think you did. Why were you against it? I think I didn't like Man of Steel. Okay. Um, I, and I hated Batman vs Superman. Well, that, I think that's fair enough. Yeah. If it's the third in a series, even though it's not a... It's sort of a, a, a spin-off. Yeah. It's still related. If the first two were shit, then... Yeah, exactly. You'd be just, forgiven for thinking... I, I think they've just come out of the gate completely wrong. And we can we talk about that later, but maybe we should... We'll talk about the movie to begin. Yeah, so... Uh, a convicted criminal is sent into this... Uh, sort of ruined city where there are overturned flaming cars and he's 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 got a, an injection thing that if he goes off of course he he explodes and he has to retrieve a very you know high level uh, official um oh wait no that's the that's the plot to escape from new york <laughs> uh silly <laughs> Why did I? There's more this time. That's so weird. I don't know why I thought of like I just got the total wrong movie. Oh, that's bizarre. Can you please be current? Yeah, I just had a time warp. <laughs> this is a new idea. Yeah. So um, hmm. I think um, <laughs> this is Midway City, it, it, all right? It, it, oh yeah, it's it, it's like halfway between something and who cares? Well, I always thought Midway City was halfway between Gotham. And Metropolis, but in this universe, they're right next to each other. Oh yeah. So it's just one big city with three different names. Yeah, it's it doesn't matter what the city is called or where it is in this movie. It could have just been called City City. <laughs> it, it has no uh, sort of vibe to it. it. It doesn't look interesting. It doesn't look like anything. Well, yeah, no one seems to care about it. Yep. Welcome to generic town. It doesn't seem to have any inhabitants. No. I didn't. No one cares that their city's being blown up. I yet, or I think they're used to it at this point. Gotham was like blown up. Metropolis was blown up. Smallville was blown up. <laughs> I don't really know what the plot 
of this movie was. Like, <laughs> I get that it's like, all right, we're going to put the Suicide Squad together. But when you kind of get, when they go in there and it's like, oh, we're here. It was all a big ruse just to rescue me. The plot was triggered by the plot. <laughs> so she assembled the Suicide Squad and one of them went bananas. So then she needed the Suicide Squad to sort out the other Suicide Squad witch. But did, was that actually what she cared about, or was it just about getting her out of the city? Oh, it was about getting her out of there, but, but that's what caused it. She was trapped in the city right. because the witch went bananas. In, like, the, instantly. Almost if, instantly. Yeah. It was serendipitous, the timing. Yeah. We'll say that much. I think, um, watching this movie, it was one of the kind of... One of the most... <laughs> So it was so obviously made by committee. You know what I mean? Like what? It was, uh, it was, it was just bizarre to watch. It was like you had, um, and just the way it was pieced together from a pacing and editing perspective. It was like when you open up Adobe Premiere and they just dragged in all the clips and they didn't arrange them and then they just went export it, <laughs> and that was the movie. Like put you... some like fun colors on it, <laughs> and then. Export of is there's a there's an option in in Premiere Pro to export directly to cinema, <laughs> and I think they hit that. Hang on, I got to All right, oh no, the channel mixer glitched. Color now. Well, they just dragged their iTunes library on. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was the. It was a slideshow. Yeah, because uh, it's been no secret that this movie was bad, butchered in the edit because. Warner Brothers panicked and said, we need it to be fun, which is um, and the most ridiculous thing. To hire a, a, a creative team, hire a director, and go with their vision, put hundreds of millions of dollars behind it, and then totally change it because you feel like the winds are changing uh, and ruin your movie. I'm not, that's not saying that it was guaranteed to be good, you know, had they not interfered, but they totally butchered it it was really interesting the editing it seemed it seemed like a 90s movie how like the amount of uh flashbacks the constant flashbacks and how they could just have like a pop song over a whole scene yeah you didn't see that uh you don't you ha you, you haven't seen that for a long time it's this old style and it's just uh it was, especially, Insane. yeah, especially when the songs only pertained to what was happening because of, like, one lyric. You know, yeah. at the, um, mm -hmm. in Australian MasterChef, how Katy Perry plays over, it's like, you're hot, then you're cold, and yes, then you know. Right. Like, the only reason they'd use that song is because it says hot and cold at the start. Yeah, and, and sometimes you cook hot things. Yeah. And sometimes you get something out of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's that. So this is, like, the MasterChef. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. like, at, at the end, uh, before spoilers, the, the Joker bursts into the, to the, uh, to, to Belle Reeve to rescue Harley, there's Bohemian Rhapsody, and he comes in off the line, Mama just killed a man, and then the song cuts, and then they come in, and then they kill people. So that's that's an example of that. Yeah, I mean, you knew you are in trouble when at the start of the film, I think in the space of five minutes, there were three songs. Like, when you first get to the prison, and, you know, House of New Orleans plays, and it's like, oh, gee, I wonder where we are. And then Deadshot turns up and they play Kanye West because he's a black man. Mm. And you get the Harley Quinn and, I don't know, there's some, something about being a sad woman in a prison. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favourite like, song. It is the most obtuse stupidity 
in kind of these choices that they've made, and it's clearly not a directorial choice. It was whoever they yeah. got in this deep edit at the end, but and, uh, it's, it's just, just crazy. It's so weird. Just the movie is just weird, man. Like <laughs> the, it opens, we go, all right, uh, meet Deadshot, meet Harlequin, t- uh, title card, meet Deadshot and the Suicide Squad, and then we'll have a scene about why the Suicide Squad needs to be formed. And then we'll have another the scene immediately after. Yeah. This is why the Suicide Squad needs to be formed. And then we'll meet Deadshot again. It is so weird to watch. And then yeah. later on, when we meet that uh, the woman with the sword and the sort of katana her name's katana Ka- katana yeah the sword is it very, very original they they introduce her and then they just show a little flashback in the middle of the movie for ten <laughs> seconds oh my and God, you go I forgot about that yeah. because. The, my biggest problem with this movie, obviously, is the edit. It was It's credited to one editor, but this movie was handed around. They gave the post-production house, which cut the trailer, uh, uh, you know, they said, you guys see what you can do with it. So they, they, they had to go. They were passing it around. Which is insane. That's an insane so thing insane. to do. So insane. And evidently, Jared Leto or Leto's parts were, were cut so hard he's distanced himself from the movie because he's so pissed off and you're supposed to feel for these characters in their 10 15 second flashbacks and then you, you go back to normal time and it's not enough time to feel for a, a character or to give a shit with the exception at a stretch of, of Will Smith because it was very simple. He has a daughter, so care. That's what I found weird as well when they're just like, you, you bastards, I want to get back to my daughter. How dare you keep her away from me? It's just like, you murdered so many people. Right. You're just like, making... When he's like, I don't kill women and uh, children, you're going to go, but you kill people like yeah, all the time. It's like you have no moral supremacy here mm, and he doesn't feel anything when he when he does that it. it's not like he's um trying to survive almost like the the sandman in shitty spider-man 3 <laughs> who who was doing this stuff for his yeah. daughter and he seemed conflicted about it and he it was just something that he was forced into doing from memory i haven't seen that movie in a long time but this, like, Deadshot uh, says that, that he loves doing it. He loves killing people. I think they sort of imply it in one line later on that he seems to only kill, like, I'm doing the air quotes, bad people, right? That's bullshit, though. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just, I think it's just whoever... He's a hitman. Like, a guy was pays. about to do, you know, part of the legal system. He's about to snitch on a bunch of people. And yeah. Deadshot killed him. Oh, that's right. He took so instead dollars. of yeah, instead of like fifty people getting put away, one guy got shot in the head. Oh, a bunch of people got shot in the head, right? Didn't he shoot like heaps of people? Not in that bit. No. Oh, okay. There's, this is the first flashback. I can understand how you were confused. <laughs> I um. And that was weird as well. When they had this two-minute establishing scene of hey, Deadshot, he's a really good shot. And later on, when they give him a gun in the prison, you go, by the way, seriously, he's a good shot. Yeah. And then later on, I think someone just says alone, oh my God, watch out, he's a good shot. <laughs> going, Come on, let's I mean, move this thing. And I just, like, just superficially, just like, these parts of the movie don't make any, this, the, you just go, why? So this squad's put together to stop Superman, or another, another, an alien force, right? Like, to, to stop yeah. potential alien threat. 
I don't know. I mean, people have already obviously pointed out what the hell is people like Harley Quinn going to do against someone? Like, just use Zod for an example. But, like, then they kind of go, okay, so then they're meant to go in, so we have full deniability. But then they're sent in with, like, 50 soldiers. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, with a battalion of the Marine Corps, you just go, nah, they're all bad too. And highly visible. Yeah. Anyone can just see them walking down the street. They're not blending in. Wait, they wait. went in, in an army helicopter with its machine guns blazing down the street. And That's go- mental. When that guy is like, just give me some of the, the best Marines in the country and I'll get this job done. Mm. You go, you go, that seems like a much better idea than, than putting together this, this squad. Cause, and I think the, the core issues with this movie as well is like, if you're going to do this, this Suicide Squad setup, which again, the, the best thing I could say about this movie is that I really like the premise. I think you can do a really good Suicide Squad movie. Yes, just the idea of them having to do some impossible mission. Yeah. And I think you, you just, it's like this real team and you, you, you have, it's a, it's a, just make it a character movie, you know? If only that's what they did. I mean, and that seemed like that's what they were going to do. Yeah. And I initially was so, somewhat excited about the, the general idea. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's so dumb about it is you just go, them rescuing Amanda Waller, their controller, mm. that should never have been in the plot. Yeah. Like, it should have been, here's the witch, she's going to kill you all, but at least we'll know more about her and her power afterwards. That's what the Suicide Squad's for. But, uh, speaking of the witch, Mm. the Enchantress, I think, outside of the, just the movie, is just the edit, which I think, as you correctly pointed out, is probably the biggest flaw, the most obvious flaw in this movie. Yeah. I think, from a narrative standpoint, the biggest misstep is using, is, is the villain. The Enchantress as a villain for the Suicide Squad is completely bonkers. And especially because she wasn't even the main villain. It was her unnamed brother <laughs> who was doing all the damage for 90% of the movie. And he appeared out of nowhere. She was making a machine, alright? Yeah. She warped into the train station bathroom, found a <laughs> random man, and smacked him on the face, and then put a ghost into him. And I was watching it thinking, why is this happening? <laughs> yeah. How did she choose this man? Why didn't she go to this train station bathroom and just beat up this businessman, put a ghost into him? And why did... well, didn't the businessman then, like, grab, like, three other people and they all... Yeah, she said, thing or uh, could eat... A bunch of people and <laughs> and, and grow like that's my favorite. This line. is just about exactly what she said. I remember I, I watched, feed, I watched yeah, it today. Yeah, feed on people and grow stronger. And he's like, all right. And then like within the movie's like sort of just starting, and the city's being destroyed. Like I was like, oh, so this is this is sort of the yeah. the final. The pace was so off in the film that when they got Amanda Waller out of the building, I was just like, oh, okay, great. It's over. I can go home now. (laughs) And then they went, oh, we've got to get my girlfriend, the witch. Oh, my God. We haven't resolved anything yet. Yeah, why would you you take us, like, a team of people who, you know, barely superpowered, I guess Diablo. Well, some are just not. Some some of them just aren't superpowered at all. Barely superpowered. And and put them up against a villain that you'd see in, like, a Doctor Strange or a Thor movie. You know what I mean? Like... It's just, why didn't you give someone on their scale? 
Like, it doesn't... I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't know. think it necessarily need to be on their scale, but it was just so far removed from what we knew of that world. But you don't think that putting a, a squad of, like, just uh, criminals and, and thugs up against a demigod from the underworld is completely mismatched? Well, that's kind of the point. And a bunch of soldiers. It, it, it the seems soldiers makes no fucking sense at be- all. Because they're... At the end, uh, when the witch was just kind of sitting there meditating and all this crazy stuff was happening, and then all of a sudden she just decides to go and, like, fist fight them, and I'm thinking, why is she doing that? She doesn't need to do that. She seems to be so powerful. That's what was stupid as well. Like, I'm going to make this god machine... It's a typical problem with magic, where you don't know where it starts and begins, the level of power. Which is like, I'll make this god machine. It's like, alright... You can teleport anywhere instantly. Yeah. Just build five million of them, and just no one can stop you. And we we saw early on, the first time we saw her unnamed brother monster thing, which looked so stupid. Yeah. Uh, we saw him eat, like, devour those three people on the subway, and, and then when the train came towards him and he just split it in half... And then, one by one, the Suicide Squad are running at them, and he's just kicking them away. Yeah. I'm thinking... When he's been using tentacles to rip everything apart yeah. this whole time. He would have... He would be able to take all of them in about five seconds. And then, uh, he was killed by a bomb. So why yeah. didn't they just airstrike them? Like, That's what we said after the film, was just like... After everything that happened, a coordinated airstrike would have been as successful as this group of... And I'll use the air quotes, superheroes or villains. A bomb. Like, why didn't... That... A landmine at that. It wasn't even a powerful bomb. And, and like, um, that Diablo turning into, like, going into his final form, he must be pretty rubbish if he can't beat a guy who was taken out by just well, a bomb. At least he did anything. Send a helicopter, land it on the roof of Amanda Waller's building, get her out, and then just bomb the shit out of it. Yep. Yeah. There's no citizens around for some reason <laughs> obviously they just evacuated within 10 minutes they were really well organized maybe they got text alerts just <laughs> clear out of midway what, what, what did we think about i mean what did we think about the, just the general i mean we should speak about the joker as well and the, just the kind of general performances before we do just one more thing on that last witch fight <laughs> uh which i found stupid oh was, was that awful. the big fight in the end uh, was in the lobby of a train station, same as the end of Man of Steel. I was watching it going, huh, they yeah. even look like they could be the same place. <laughs> that that strikes me as funny that no one would say, oh, hang on, this was the climax of the other movie. We should go, we should have it be somewhere else. And the big kind of what they tried to tell us was the heart of the film when Harley Quinn walks up and goes, yeah, I'd like to join you, there's just one problem. Yeah. You mess with my friends. Like, she abandoned them. Yeah, she, friends. she would do anything for Mr. J. Yeah. So, I'm your pudding. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and it's that classic error of not having earned that moment. Yeah. You know, it's just like, when she, you hurt my friends, like... And yeah, setting I mean, up that she is crazy and, and, there, and, you know, there's no rhyme or reason to her, and then to have her go, no... Friendship will prevail. It's, yeah, one of those things where it wasn't... Like, nothing was convincing. Like, you can say what you want about plot contrivances and how things didn't make sense and, you know, plot holes, loopholes, all this kind of thing. But at the end of the day, the real problem was it was just nothing was earned in that film. Yeah. 
Yeah, there was n- nothing was cogent, nothing... I felt nothing for any of the characters, save for Will Smith a little bit. But even then, his character was pretty stupid. Just shittily written. Yeah. Like, and ev- and that... everyone was calling each other bitch, and it just felt like it was 1999. The only thing that saved any character was when the actor themselves injected something into it, which is why I think Will Smith stood out compared to others. Yeah, he like... was he was acting... Like, you know... Which yeah. uh, good actor, so... Segway in the next scene, like, whenever Jared Leto was on the screen, it was like a charisma vacuum, so it made other performances stand out more. There are so many different ways to interpret the character of the Joker, and, and, I'm, and I'm open to a myriad, to, to any kind of, to that myriad sort of spectrum, but mm. he was a lame... In the movie we saw, he is a lame gangster. He brought thug. nothing to the role. Mm. There, there was no- He's, he, he, he could have just been a, switched out for a generic thug. Yeah, absolutely. In the scene where with the other generic thug, which was one of the most bizarre scenes probably in the whole movie, mm. where that guy is, he's like, do you like Harley? And he's like, no, that's your girl. And then he's like, and he's really angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, hey, Academy Award winner Common, uh, you, you can, you can f*** my girl. And, and Why, he, thank you, Academy Award nominee Jared Leto. He just hands her over like property, and and Academy Award winner Common is like, I don't want to f- your girl. She's like, is this all right? And then, he, uh, and then, and then, and then was everyone in that scene nominated for an Oscar? <laughs> it was. Uh, I, oh, that's right. Yeah. So Oscar winner Jared Leto was like, uh, oh, you, you, you got my Oscar nominee girlfriend. You, you don't want to. F- my piece of meat, I'll shoot you in the face. <laughs> and you go, sorry, is this a movie? I was like, when that scene ended, I was like, I honestly don't know what they wanted me to get out of it. Yeah. That's when they should have played Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> just for the line, is this the real life? <laughs> is this just fantasy? I, I had no idea what I was watching at this when that scene... And then, yeah, you realise there's another hour and a half to go, and you go, this is, yeah, this is Something that you learn in screenwriting is if it's not advancing the plot, get rid of it. Yeah. Boy. Well, there was no plot to advance, so... <laughs> things things like that would just be, just get rid of it. Just cut it down. I mean, this this movie is about two hours long. They could have shaved off an, another 30 minutes. Oh, easily. Easy. I think, uh... Well, we just cut out two of the three introductions and, you know, that's ten minutes. Yeah, those two scenes where she's just having the, the, the dinner, she's eating a steak and explaining it, and then she goes into the White House and just yep. says the same thing. <laughs> she's got a PowerPoint presentation. It's like this classic, um, I think just the DC universe is just so laughable at this, sort of at, at this point when they do their after-credits scene <laughs> and it's like I'm forming the Justice League, and I'm like, you guys released a trailer for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you the trailer came out in, weeks ago. You hinted it in Batman vs Superman. You did a whole terrible scene on it, and then you released a trailer a few weeks ago. And then in the whole, the big kind of, I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. That your big moment is just all oh, that thing that you've heard about twice. I couldn't believe it. The only might as well say it. Amanda Waller, join our Facebook page, Justice League, slash <laughs> Superfan. Well, she's always got her phone. She could just whip, whip that out and sign up. Oh, yeah. No, no problem. There was an abundance of 
tablets and phones in that movie that was so misplaced. <laughs> this is the face of God. <laughs> Love it. And then there was like, honey, do what he says, and there's holding this little iPad with this little woman in it. Oh, God. That was, uh... Jesus. Yeah, I Amanda mean... Amanda Waller always on the Skype. I don't, um, and then, and then she killed it. Oh my god. Is this, she, I, yeah, she, she dramatically shoots all the FBI guys because they don't have clearance for, for this, for any of it. <laughs> for any of what? For, for working the, there? For the witch that's blowing up this city that we can all see? It's gonna be on the news? Yeah, for the suicide squad that you sent in here in a military helicopter that everyone saw? And then Harley Quinn, the Joker... For Superman? They, they were in there when she was having all those FaceTime conversations. Like, they know about the whole thing. knows everything in this universe. <laughs> Walla carries around the briefcase with a witch's heart in it everywhere she goes. And she's always stabbing it with a pen. Bruce know. Wayne knows about the Suicide Squad. Amanda Waller knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. I mean, what the flip? Jo- so they get to the top and Joker... Fi- so Joker's fine... Yeah, they're just texting each other. Uh, uh, hey, Joker, going With up the little up to emoji tower. that he uses as his personal. Yeah, I icon I thing. wish they didn't cut out the scene where he was picking his his emoticon for for his his texting. And I think it's something like we made fun of in BVS as well, where it was like. Lex Luthor coming up with a graphic yeah. logo for each superhero. It's just like, oh, this guy's underwater. He's probably going to... I'm going to call him Aquaman. <laughs> oh, this the... guy's fast. I bet he likes lightning. Yeah. Zap. I, it, it was just watching... It was just an insane experience, really. I think... Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, we could talk about the Joker, but I mean, like, it was... It was there's nothing to talk oh, about. Oh, can I bring really. up one thing about the Joker? <laughs> yeah. Where it was like... In all the lead-up and all of the stupid hype that they built, there was like, oh my god, Jared Leto, he's scary to be around on set. Oh, that guy... Have you heard about you all, should... of the, all of the, the stuff he's doing on set? Right, so it was like, he's been tormenting oh. the squad, he's been saying these crazy presents. Uh, the director, you know, he says stuff to him that, he's like, you know, your monkeys and your suits. And you go, oh my god, he has his finger on the pulse of society. You go, hang on. All of this was in service to a three-minute scene where he shot at them from a helicopter with no dialogue. <laughs> and uh, laid down, surrounded by a bunch of nuns going, ah, ah, <laughs> sounding like a, like a dying penguin like or a something. a baby crocodile. Toby? <laughs> yeah, that's just that. You put that three times. Well, that's what got... I find so insane. This is like... That's the, why the Jared, himself. Jared was so pissed off. Like, I know he had all those extra scenes with Harley mm. that, you know, were in service to nothing except to show that he's just the most unlikable piece of shit character yeah. in the whole film. But also, like, him pushing her into a vat and that sort of, them implying that sort of why she was... Well, they were at the custard factory, and she fell in. Well, that's one of a few scenes that have a comic book bearing... But without any context, they're meaningless. Like, I found out recently the guy who's in the helicopter with Joker, who's shooting the minigun, his name's Johnny Frost, which is from a comic called Joker, which is the, a kind of modern interpretation of the character uh, in the light of Heath Ledger, where they kind of made him a gangster and tried to not only make him more gritty, but everything else so gritty that you go, well, now this is just real life. So it's all ruined. You go, if they're using that as their kind of 
their benchmark of what they want the Joker to be. He's like, well, no wonder you're in trouble. And there was things like uh, there was a a Hot Toys uh, figure revealed that's 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 like a sort of big. It's almost like a foot high, almost. There, there was one of 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 one of the like Joker looks in the in the that made it in the movie. And then there was another one where he's wearing a bat suit that's all painted bright colors and obviously right that's <laughs> from something else that was cut out and wow. and there's a shot in the trailer with him uh wearing his tuxedo and he's all burned and he's shooting a gun so seems yeah. like that was after the the helicopter crash well apparently so he's meant out. to have a whole scene with the squad where you know he has the grenade and he says bye bye oh, yeah, and throws that, it that it's that in joke. the trailer but not you should have made the joke of the villain I mean, not the main. Should film. always make the joke of the. Main yeah, film. I mean, not, he didn't have to be. He could have just been at that, that sort of. Could have had like a. Should have just made it usual suspects, pretty much, and just have your Kaiser Sose moment <laughs> at the end. You go, oh my god, all mm. of this was because of the Joker, and then you would go, oh my god, he's so intelligent in, in, in all this type of stuff. But don't you think it'd be more interesting for him just to be on the fringe and not influence the plot? Yeah, actually. And then, and then go out of the movie? Except in the most contrived means possible, Except. where he somehow hijacked a military helicopter. <laughs> export, <laughs> export to cinema. Dot exe. <laughs> and so... Drop some Rick Ross beats on that, please. Uh, Actually, there's probably more of him in the Rick Ross music video for Suicide Squad than in the film. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's just him being a gangster. Actually, it's him in the suit from that other unearned moment where they uh, use the Alex Ross comic painting. Oh, uh, yeah. It's him in the tuxedo, and he's on a speedboat with Rick Ross and Skrillex, and it's just as stupid as you'd expect it to be. That sounds pretty stupid. That's a shame. I think um, at this point, Warner Brothers is bad. They'll have the, the, they'll be making the money they need, but in terms of cultivating an eager fan base, they're not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm. a, only a few diehards I see really who, re, who are like, oh, this is just good. Yeah. Like, and I um, so, do you guys think that as we move forward, will we witness the cult? Are we going to see a cinematic universe just? Collapse. I mean, we've seen it with Spider-Man. But, I mean, do you think this is, could happen uh, for the DC one? I think the characters that make up that universe are too popular to fail. Right. It's just like, if there is something with those characters, people go, going, maybe it'll be good this time. Mm. But, Wonder, Wonder Woman, look, the trailer was good. but Well, I thought that about the second Suicide Squad trailer. That's... Which, by the way, mm. if you search out on YouTube, uh, the reimagined colourful... Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody one, the Warner Brothers, uh, like official channel says that's the first trailer. <laughs> so there you go. What about you, Luke? Do you think well, that it will fold? Um, no, because like, say if Suicide Squad was a terrible disappointment and underperformed, Wonder Woman is almost finished. It's almost finished production. Yep. These these things are piled so closely to each other. Even if one is shit, the, the next one is ready to go. Yeah. So I think they will just... And they'll just keep throwing it out and pushing the argument that, no, it's for the fans. Screw the critics <laughs> in their ivory towers <laughs> sipping on their their 
hot coffee drinks and <laughs> and their tea, sophisticated their hot coffee mods. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Not since the idiocy that was uh, Gamergate. Have I saw? Have I, this is like have I witnessed again this sort of railing against the journalists. You know, it's like... It's kind of what's, yeah. If there's any cultural impact of these films, it'll have nothing to do with the content. Yeah, right. It's it's so funny, yeah, because that's, that's what, like, Margot Robbie came out and said, you know, it doesn't matter what, what the reviews say, we made this for the fans, and, I mean, all I could think of today when I was sitting watching it is this is one of the worst films I've ever watched. <laughs> and I'm not joking. I wanted to walk out within half an hour... Mm. Uh, it's it is one of the poorest uh, examples of filmmaking uh, that that has come out of Hollywood in a long time. It's this makes a serious case for like you don't even need a director. Yeah, know? this is on a different yeah. level to Batman v Superman, which I didn't like. Man of Steel. Well, that was my question. This which is, is worse. Oh, for me, this is worse. This wow. is this is uh, sort of in on the same level as the Transformers movies. It is just so empty and stupid and ineffective, and it's just one of the worst things that I've ever watched. (laughs) That was actually one thing that I talked to Josh about this previously, was uh, when you come out of it, try and think of a full scene that you liked from this film. It's really hard. Mm. Because they try and keep them... As short as possible. Just because to, there's just nothing it there. Along. It's yeah. like if you play this scene out for too long, people will realise this is going nowhere. Yep. So you quickly jump to the next thing, so they have to think about that instead. The way it was cobbled together and with reshoots, and it was just such a, a, a mess. It, it, it doesn't work, it doesn't follow on, it's all leading up to this stupid battle which doesn't make any sense and you're not emotionally invested and then in the last shot when the Joker crashes through the wall I just I just could not feel anything it was so brazen in just (laughs) in just how heartless it was it was so transparent you know like it was just you could just see through it you know yep I can see why you did that because this movie did well, because because this is here because Guardians, this is here because of Deadpool, this is here because of bad reaction to Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. There's no integrity to it. Exactly, yeah. It was just, as as you said, it was just a, a made-by-a-committee film. They, they took, I mean, whatever David Ayer's vision was um, has been completely re- you know, constructed, and he has to go out there now and and spruik this movie. The only thing I'm interested in now for this film is what lesson they will take from it. Like, what they... If they think... Even if they think it went wrong or not, like, are they going to see the profit and go, good enough? Or they see the critical reception and go, oh, how do we make it better next time? And then trying to figure out what they'll pinpoint and then what they'll probably jam into Wonder Woman to make it better. <laughs> We're throwing Eminem. <laughs> I think they'll just... Um, Something's got to lose yourself. <laughs> Oscar winner, Eminem. Uh, I think they'll just look at whatever hit Marvel movie comes out. <laughs> I think they'll look at Guardians of the Galaxy oh, yeah. 2. They'll and... probably just push it back and go, Captain Marvel's not out yet, just stall. <laughs> 
Yeah, and just try and just whatever is popular, they'll just throw that in. Um, because it's just mind blowing for for them to come out with these Men of Steel and, and BVS, which were fairly bleak and and whatever. And they say, well, this is our thing. Just deal with it. <laughs> and the utter <laughs> hypocrisy for them to butcher a film just to uh, try and, and emulate one or two films which did well. Um, <laughs> it feels like the upper management kind of is regulated in a way similar to how intimate internet memes are generated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where it's just like, oh, they liked that. It will just do that ad nauseum yeah. until no one can possibly stand it. It's it, it, yeah, it's it's like spending all all day, you know, making preparing this beautiful Christmas turkey, and then a bunch of assholes come in with macas, and, and you say, "Oh, you like that, do you? Oh, I can <laughs> I, I can throw something together for you." It's like, "Oh, I can do that. That's easy." Yeah, sloppy joes for everyone. <laughs> Here's your movie. <laughs> Export and to cinema. Well, that tastes like shit because it's not McDonald's. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think they cobble this whole thing together from all these, you know, just this kind of Frankenstein's monster of other things, but and, and not even know why those elements work or worked. Yeah. yeah. If you look at uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as an example, and the, yes. uh, the use of pop music, it was tied thematically to the lead character. That was his one link to the world that he had left behind and been taken from, and all of the songs are on that. Uh, you know, mix what is it? Uh, volume mixtape, volume one. Yeah, yeah. And then at the at the end of the movie, it, it, he puts in volume two, which is a gift from his mother. And then the next song, a new song plays, and that sort of takes you out of the whole thing. And it worked really well. Yeah, there's a theme of loss as a plot device. It's you know, ah, it just forms the basis of the film. Whose yeah. whose story is Guardians of the Galaxy? Star Lord. Yeah. So whose story is Suicide Squad? Oh. It's just a series of things happening on screen. It's almost like a montage. No one has an arc in that film. Well, there is no arc, is there? I only just realised that. Harley Quinn, uh, maybe. But it's so... It's, it's so, so disjointed through flashback. But I, mean, and like, I don't even know where she started No, where she, she doesn't, up. because at, at the end, she's sitting there sipping her tea, and she's still oh, yeah, she's crazy. crazy. Yeah. No, there's no, oh, there's no arc. <laughs> No oh, one no. has an arc. <laughs> That's a sad realization. Yeah. I guess um, maybe Amanda Weller has is the same, but but she's given in a little bit. She let have a coffee machine. <laughs> Was it a? I guess the closest it comes to is Diablo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he became the devil. <laughs> yes. He became the literal devil. Yeah. That's his arc. Uh, actually, someone who did have an arc in this movie is the daughter of Will Smith, who who went from, don't do it, daddy, don't kill him, to, oh, so, uh, if you're standing on top of a building and you need to shoot, uh, shoot this guy, so what, what is the, what, what is the angle that you, uh, blow up his head from? Yeah, okay. So that is the laziness of this film, altering, uh, this, the whole thing that, that like, put him in jail, altering this this little, little girl just to get Deadshot off the hook so in future movies he can go around killing people again. That sucks. That's, I That's wa- complete garbage. I wanted a movie about... When I was like, oh, it's a villain movie. I wanted a villain. I wanted the movie to be about villains. Yeah. But they just... Uh, no, nah, it is. Harley Quinn breaks a window and steals a purse. 
Which she loses later on by the look of it. And she says, we're bad guys. (laughs) 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 He sounds like the penguin. That's what he sounds like. Yeah, he sounds like the 1966 penguin. He does. He's the 1960s penguin. Plot twist. twist for the next movie. (laughs) 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 Okay, so, Lazy Superfan hates this movie. It is... As I said, one of, like, literally, without a word of, of uh, exaggeration, one of the worst films that I've ever watched. <laughs> Just quickly, try and think of something good about it. Will Smith. That's it. It's funny, because we made fun of him a lot, with Patsy. I like some of the practical sets. What? The, the destroyed... The generic locations yeah. that just look hey. like any city USA. That was the they w- were real. It's a plus. <laughs> okay. You're off the team, mate. Okay, no, no, that's like they could have been CG. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm not even saying it like. Like it's bad. I'm not saying that it was a really good thing. It was a veiled criticism. Another thing, a, a technical point. Actually, this is something that I hate, but I'll, I'll try and find something. Um, because obviously, because. Uh, Man of Steel and BVS were shot on film using 35mm film. This one had to do it as well. But this would have benefited from, like, crisp digital and, like, bright colours, and (laughs) film doesn't do that as well the way they've done it. So even that, from a technical standpoint, is this stupid mishmash that makes you realise that they don't have a clue what they're doing. The thing was so horribly graded by the end of it that it made no difference anyway. The first thing, probably about 30 frames in, like within a second, <laughs> there's a, there's this sort of uh, helicopter shot of the prison and in the mm. bottom right corner there's black text and you see it for a split second as the helicopter moves. It says, you know, Bell Reeve... Uh, uh, asylum or hospital or whatever, and then as the helicopter shot moves over grass, the black text on dark grass, you can't read it anymore. <laughs> so you a split second while it's over the water, and then it goes onto the grass, and you think, that is, like, a stupid person mistake. <laughs> so the first shot, you think, something's off here. Something's and, wrong. Yeah. Oh, well, just and the many... most beautiful thing is it kind of leads into the other problem of the second shot is a wall that says Bell Reeve Prison on it. <laughs> well, obviously, because you can't read the black text, they had to put in another shot so you can read the wall. It's genius. <laughs> oh. oh, so what, what did we like about it? I'm done. I tried to say something good and I got torn apart. Will Smith is it. And I guess... I, oh, no, I was going to say Margot Robbie sort of... She does her best, but it doesn't doesn't amount to... Her that. accent... Oh, no, we have to be positive. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like Viola Davis. Her yeah. character was nothing. <laughs> Sorry, she no. I like the actress herself. <laughs> I like Viola Davis. Uh, Oscar Norman. Uh, oh, I liked that Killer Croc's kind of look was also a physical thing. Oh, yeah. Although, when he takes his jumper off, he is a disproportionately <laughs> humongous baby-headed weird thing. Yeah. And every time he speaks, it made me, like, physically 
crunch into a little ball because it sounded ridiculous. I couldn't understand what he was saying. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, killer? What was that? Yeah, I had no... uh, Oh, no, we're for you positive. Uh, Oh, uh, The shot uh, when the the Joker's car goes into the water and you see it uh, uh, underwater with the lights on, that that looked kind of... That looked cool. (laughs) (laughs) I guess guess they used a tank. That'll do. I think we've said enough. That's all it deserves. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Now you you've made me think that this that I hate this more than <laughs> Batman vs Superman because I was like, oh, Batman vs Superman's worse. But now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. This I could think of whole scenes in Batman vs Superman that I liked. This is like watching a deleted scenes reel for two hours. Oh man, it is. That's a good point. I can actually I can think of whole sequences that I liked in Batman vs Superman. Yeah. I can't think of a whole sequence that I liked. <laughs> Suicide Squad, and even like uh, even the bar scene, which some people have said, oh, it's like the best scene in the movie. Which I guess it is actually, yeah, that's the one scene that I think works. I think, but that's the thing. I don't think it's it's not that good. Yeah, it's only if you strip it of all context surrounding it. Yeah, it's just it's just terrible. And that was like the, the movie one, just grinds to a halt. The one good gag was Captain Boomerang bolting out of the bar. Yeah, and they said you can go. That was that was funny. And then and then coming back in the next yeah, shot. Yeah, with no, no explanation. <laughs> just comes back with a beer. He's going, what's, it, in the bar. what's his name? Oh. Oh, see, that's genius. He always comes back. Yeah, they didn't think that, though. No. Did the laugh. It was probably an, an editing mistake. <laughs> like, they, they watched it at the premiere and said, oh, shit, we used the shot with Jai still in it. Jai Courtney, one of the worst actors in the world. <laughs> That's what it says uh, on his license. Luke's continuing vendetta against Jai Courtney. He's just garbage. Don't put him in your movie uh, if you're listening. Uh, anyone? <laughs> him and Sam anyone Worth- at all. Him and Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. Blacklisted. Avatar is, is utter garbage. <laughs> and we're not even talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it remains to this day. The highest grossing film of all time. Just let that sink in. Avatar! Along with all your fond memories of that film, if you can remember it at all. My favourite character was... The Na'vi. I like the pterodactyl that they rode. (laughs) (laughs) I like the arrows in the tank. Oh, and the army man going, grrr, blow up that big tree. I like when the big tree fell over. Alright, let's stop talking about this uh, Suicide Squad. Utter garbage. Just offensively (laughs) butchered. Uh, The film, everyone associated with this film should be ashamed. They should not be allowed to work, with the exception of of some of the actors, not even all of them. No, not even close Um, to all of them. It was lazy stupid, like, dumb, like, brainless, uh, just nothing, and it's not deserving, like, we shouldn't even have been talking about it. We should just let it go into just death, and no one will bring it up again. What? We should type that out as a review. (laughs) What is, uh, so what's the next DC movie, Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman, and then Justice League after that. Oh, for God's sake. That'll do it for the superhero movies. Forever. Hey, 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm I'm still riding that Marvel train. Bring on Guardians too. Yeah. Uh, but before Suicide Squad was the Doctor Strange trailer, and I was thinking Doctor Strange or how I learned to stop caring about superhero movies. <laughs> Am I right? I, yeah, I watched that second trailer. I was like, this is this is not exciting. Have you guys seen that movie Inception? Yeah. Yeah, that that is doing that. Yeah, I think it's such a wasted opportunity as well to do yeah. like psychedelic to magic to introduce stuff. magic into that universe, pretty much, and to just do it with Inception. Just, just do it the way DC does it. <laughs> oh yeah, there's magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, just have someone with a super go. Oh, I'm bringing the age of magic. Oh. Her sword, yeah, it takes you soul if she kills you with it. Huh. Her husband's in that sword. She talks to it. <laughs> Just, just throw it out there. It doesn't need... You don't need to explain it. I mean, I yeah, credit to Marvel. At least they're having a whole movie with characters mm. being introduced to it. Oh, God. But then um, then it's like Black... What's next? After Doctor Strange, it's like Guardians, I think. Guardians. There's, so, there's too many to and keep track of. Well, yeah, if you go far enough, we're going to get into 2020. I think like 2029 is the far. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> Spider-Man on the horizon yeah, somewhere? Yeah, I think, I think he might be after Guardians. But I'm really... I was like, Captain Marvel. It's like 2018 or 19 or something. But... Academy uh, Award winner Brie Larson. Fuck yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Because, yeah, if Academy Award winners do well... In superhero films, that's what we learnt tonight. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think we close it out there. So, we didn't like this movie. It's bad. Yeah. Never watch it. Never talk about it. My my, uh, my older brother, uh, he, he thought it was watchable slash enjoyable. And he hated Star Trek Beyond, which is what we're going to talk about next week. You know what? I Holy. felt like I was in a Suicide Squad going to watch that movie. Hey! I read that uh, <laughs> most of the actors and crew got a, got a squad SKWAD tattoo on them. They must feel so, uh, stupid. And I think my theory is that it's... Did Leto get one? Probably. Oh, that's and, and my theory is that it's not like a like a Lord of the Rings, hey, let's all get these these tattoos to remember our experience. I think they've been branded <laughs> so people can see that yeah. go on. You are on the blacklist. You'd never work with you in Hollywood Town ever again. I think Warner Brothers probably forced him to be like, it's good publicity to get the tattoo. <laughs> um, if, if you like to lie down surrounded by bunch of knives. Uh, and uh, a penguin man. <laughs> penguin man from the, of, of the sewer. Uh, get in touch. T- tell us, you know, what, what that's all about. <laughs> Facebook.com slash lazy superfan. Uh, Twitter at lazy superfan. Go to Instagram.com <laughs> Lazy super fan, I guess. Uh, until next week, I'm Luke. I've been Josh. And I'm Toby. Thank you for choosing Lazy Super Fan Podcast. Have a super duper day. <laughs>